This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My guest this week is Phil Kohler. He's here to talk about his review of Uncharted Lost Legacy. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Phil Kohler, the original quality control guest, welcome back Hello. to the program. You know, we're Thank about you. to have our, our first, when the new Mordor game comes out, that was the first ever quality control episode, so we're going to be back to the beginning, our first ever Oh, wow, it all comes sequel. full circle. For, I don't know if I'll circle. be reviewing that one, but um, we'll see. Uh, this time you're reviewing another sequel, though, uh, sort of. It's Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which is... Uh, it was announced as DLC and then sort of shifted yeah. into a standalone product. Um, how did knowing that history uh, sort of shade your um, anticipation of this going in, your your preconceptions about it? I mean, well, I think the biggest thing, uh, the the biggest effect that knowing about the, the sort of context around how the game was announced and everything um, had on me is that I just I expected less. Um, you know, I, I went in expecting, okay, well, this was DLC and they shifted it to standalone, but it's probably still about the, the, the size of a DLC, um, which ended up not being the case. Like it, it's, it's basically a full length game. It, it took me seven and a half hours, which, you know, maybe a little shorter than, than, um, un, like other Uncharted games. And a lot but, shorter than Uncharted 4. A lot shorter than Uncharted 4, which was very long, but, uh, you know, for for like an action shooter game, seven and a half hours is about, you know, about what I want. Um, speaking of which, uh, I I felt like personally, Uncharted Four overstayed its welcome in a pretty major way. Mm. Um, did w- did this being shorter actually increase your your enjoyment? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, I liked Uncharted Four quite a lot. Um, I I didn't have any super big issues regarding its length though though i can totally see where you're coming from on that um but that said i you know i i appreciate a tightly you know paced game and i do think that uh the lost legacy is tightly paced and it it doesn't feel in any way like it overstays its welcome um i was i was surprised at how much was there but i definitely didn't feel like it was too much now we've got new protagonists this time. Uh, yeah. uh, tell me a little bit about them and uh, how playing as these two new protagonists differs from uh, Nate Nate Dog, as I call him. Yeah. N- so uh, you're you're like actually uh, you're in control of Chloe Frazier the whole time. Um, Chloe is of course a, a character who was featured. I think she inter- was introduced in Uncharted Two, and she also played a smaller role in Uncharted Three, and then just kind of wasn't wasn't there in Uncharted Four. Nobody was sure what was going on with her. And then uh, 
she's partners with Nadine Ross, who is one of the sort of one of the antagonists in Uncharted 4. Um, but she's kind of turned over a new leaf here and is trying out a new life. Um, as far as how it differs from playing as Nathan Drake, not terribly much at all. Um, you know, Chloe is also a treasure hunter. She's also a sort of sarcastic telling jokes type. Um, and, and also kind of an asshole like Nathan Drake was, um, the, the biggest difference as far as like, um, you know, just interaction between the two is that Nadine is, is very different from any previous partner that Nathan Drake has had. She's much more like sort of serious, tough as nails, um, you know, bristles at the, the constant sarcasm and jokes. And that makes for an interesting dynamic between the two. But the, the core gameplay is the same as it's ever been. It's it's that mix of like stealthing around to take out bad guys and then and then going into third person shooter combat and then platforming and then puzzle solving. Uh, it's interesting because this is supposedly the last Naughty Dog Uncharted game. Um, yeah. the, does it uh, four was such a satisfying conclusion to the Nathan Drake story? Um, does having a sort of like side story be the last uh, project, the the last Uncharted project from Naughty Dog feel weird or does it feel fitting? I definitely can see how it might feel weird to some people. Um, I think the the way that I felt about it and I talk about this in the review is that it almost felt to me like Naughty Dog sort of laying the groundwork so that. If Sony decides to take the Uncharted series and give it to other developers and keep it going in the future, which, you know, seems likely, right? The the series is very popular. It seems unlikely that Sony would just be like, well, Naughty Dog's done, so we're not going to do it anymore. There's um, always vicarious visions, guys. There's always, <laughs> always vicarious visions. <laughs> right um, there waiting. But the... Uh, it feels like the Lost Legacy sort of lays some some of the groundwork for future developers to say like, okay, here is what Uncharted can be without Nathan Drake. So that it's almost like Naughty Dog was like, we know we're not going to do anymore. We know that Nathan Drake's story is done. We don't want another developer to come in and just say, surprise, uh, Nathan Drake's back at it. He got pulled back in. So instead they gave them this setup of like, look at, we've got these other characters. We've got this whole world full of different treasure hunters and like villains and everything. And you can do stuff that you can do stuff in that world and interesting things that doesn't need to pull back in this protagonist whose story we've already told. Uh, were you disappointed to not see more uh, sort of mechanical evolution to, to justify this? Uh, no, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's always hard weighing uh, how much new stuff you think should be added in a in what what's a sequel or or I guess a an extension of a popular ongoing franchise. Um, in this case, I wasn't too disappointed, if only because the gameplay and the design of everything. Um, well, it's not doing anything new for the Uncharted series. It's doing everything the series has always done extremely well mm -hmm. to high high level of quality, high level of polish. Um, and they do have one new aspect that's worth talking about, which is, um, they have this level in the game called the Western Gats. Um, it's kind of, it's like the, basically like the second level, full level in the game. Um, and it is, it's larger than, I think what they've, they've said is it's larger than any level that, um, Naughty Dog has ever created for an Uncharted game before. Hmm. And it's sort of like them just kind of like testing the waters of like messing around with open world type gameplay. 
Um, so they, that at least like changes up the structure a little bit, does try something that we haven't seen done in Uncharted before. Uh, we have got a lot of questions here from uh, listeners, and I'm going to get to those uh, uh, very briefly. I, I did want to ask, though, um, Uncharted 4 brought in some sort of, I would say stealth as an option, some like more yeah. stealthy possibilities. Is that something we see here? Yep. Yeah, it's it's almost exactly like it was in Uncharted 4. Um, I would say uh, part of what this game does so well and part of the reason that I mention it being polished is that both for the sake of the stealth and for the sake of the actual like combat when you get spotted, um, the the sort of combat arenas that Naughty Dog has designed are just really, really well done. And there's so many different, like, so many different directions that you can take and that enemies can come from, so many different paths through those arenas. Um, and it makes, it makes both uh, sneaking around and, you know, trying to take out every, or as many people as you can before you get spotted, it makes that extremely satisfying. But then also, once you are spotted and you're fighting a bunch of people, um, it becomes a different kind of strategy of, like, okay, how can I flank these people? And they're also trying to flank me from another direction. And it's it's really, really fun and well done. Okay, Phil, uh, let's say they do pass off uh, Uncharted to another developer. Who do you want Uncharted 5 to follow, Nathan Drake or Chloe? Well, like I said, I, I, I'm i 100% behind Naughty Dog's, uh, what seems to be part of their goal here, which is saying like, listen, Nathan Drake's done. We don't need to see any more Nathan Drake stories. They've told as much as they can with him. I would love to see. I would love to see Chloe. I would love to see Nadine return. I would love to see like some of the other characters. Just um, Sully olding around everywhere. Yeah, like some, I, I saw somebody in on, on a forum mention like a like Adventures of Young Sully. That could be fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, or Nathan's brother, of course, is still out there as well. So, uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's basically an endless variety of directions they could take it in and um i would love to see any of them except for the return of nathan drake yeah. like maybe have him have him as a cameo sure have him sure. show up at some point or have a character call him and be like hey nathan buddy i'm stuck what do i do i don't know um, i can't help <laughs> i'm sitting my yeah. best person all right phil uh, i'm gonna get to some listener questions in a second but first we gotta take a quick break uh okay and we're back just like that it was a quick break i don't have a very long wow. musical cue there i know it's very it's very speedy uh i want to tell everybody about the art of shaving so the art of shaving is a great uh, shaving experience and you can elevate your grooming routine to a grooming ritual with the brand new bourbon inspired collection in celebration of the highly anticipated new film kingsman the golden circle in theater september 22nd now you wouldn't normally think that drinking and shaving would mix it seems a little bit dangerous uh but inspired by the kingsman movie the new art of shaving collection was thoughtfully created to celebrate the best of the modern gentleman it combines a rich woodsy base with a hint of vanilla the bourbon amber scent evokes both heritage and tradition and now this uh art of shaving stuff doesn't just help you get a good shave it's good for your skin with its blend of botanical ingredients and essential oils, the pre-shave formula from Art of Shaving is perfectly suited for men with tough beards. And uh, it's formulated with skin conditioners and essential oils. The shaving cream helps hydrate and soften your beard hair for a close 
comfortable shave. You can see the new movie, Kingsman, the Golden Circle, in theaters September 22nd. Sure, uh, if, if you'd like to do that. And our listeners will receive 15% off their first order and free shipping by using promo code QUALITY. To get this offer, you go online to theartofshaving.com, use the special promo code QUALITY, and get 15% off your first order uh, and free shipping. And uh, that that is going to do it for uh, sponsors this week. So let's I get to I got to hold on, hold on. I got to mention here, you know, you mentioned drinking and shaving not going together. I got to say, uh, Justin, I live a very, very quiet, very boring life, very normal. I'm behind a computer most of my days, right? Right, right. Sometimes I just want to feel like a treasure hunter. Sometimes I want to feel like, sure. like a Chloe Fraser or a Nathan Drake. And how do you do that when you're living this kind of life? You mix together Drinking some and bourbon and some shaving. Done. Go for it. It's perfect. Uh, uh, so, uh, listener questions. L- <laughs> I'm not going to ask about whether or not the Jeep can talk. Nice try, John. Uh, <laughs> that, is not, that is not up for debate. Um, it can. Okay, well, gosh, spoilers. Um, when in the this is from Little Fire. When in the Uncharted timeline does the story take place? This is post Uncharted Four. Um, so you know they they definitely uh, talk about things that happen in Uncharted Four. In particular, Nadine um, has clearly been heavily affected by the events of Uncharted Four. She was, uh, like I said, she was an antagonist in the game. She was basically a mercenary, the the head of this mercenary army called Shoreline. And uh, at the end of Uncharted 4, her army was basically gone because Nathan Drake killed all of them. Um, so she's kind of, uh, yeah, she's basically kind of rudderless and trying to figure out where where she belongs in this world now if she's not the leader of this mercenary army. Um, and it, it doesn't specify the exact amount of time that has passed, but I, I think what I've read in a couple of interviews is like somewhere between six months and a year. Um, is there from uh, New Metal? Uh, uh, is there any hint of Nathan Drake, or is he just forgotten? They talk about him. I mean, you know, the uh, Chloe and Nadine talk about him and mention, you know, like their past uh, connections to him. Um, and there's there's some other there are some other very clever nods i will say that i i don't want to spoil too much but um but i also will confirm and i think naughty dog has said this pretty openly is that nathan drake does not appear in the game at all uh having missed the entire uncharted boat asked alex would this be a good jumping in point yeah i mean i think this is fine for new for new uh new players um you know you you will miss those nods that i mentioned you will miss some of the history stuff you won't know who Chloe and Nadine are, but it, the game establishes them fairly well and gives them some some more depth and some backstory. So I think this is a totally fine game if you want to just jump in. And it also provides a really good picture of like, oh, this is what an Uncharted game is. This is everything that it encompasses. Is there a supernatural component, asked Roman? Like in the previous games, no sort of mythical pre- presence in Uncharted 4 was a bummer for me. And congratulations, uh, I, Roman, on being the only person on Earth to feel that way. Yeah, I was like, I'm kind of the opposite. Um, it's yeah, not really I mean, a supernatural I, component. It's just like how that is expressed every time is just always sort of a bummer. In a gameplay yeah, I, mechanics pers- sense. No, I, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil anything too much, but I, I will say that the uh, 
as far as like the the treasure hunting and stuff in this game is concerned it's pretty strongly grounded um part of the part of the backstory of the game or part of what's going on uh, that you discover early on is that you're in india and india is in the midst of this civil civil war and chloe herself has indian heritage she was she's half indian um so they keep the uh you know the history and everything pretty pretty strongly grounded in reality to sort of deal with those uh very serious themes um i i i have a question for you phil that has yeah. uh not been addressed here and i think it's notable um zero questions about the multiplayer uh, of this, of this <laughs> yeah. product though i assume yeah. it is still have it it still has multiplayer yes um uh, so what what, what ha- why <laughs> well so what happens if you buy the lost legacy is um you get the full multiplayer from uncharted 4 um which is pretty pretty fleshed out um they have a new Does survival arena mode all my uh stats and unlocks that were that i got from Pro- playing so much uncharted 4 multiplayer Pro- probably maybe um i can't say that i that I ever touched Uncharted 4's multiplayer, so <laughs> I'm a bad person to ask that. Um, but they also have a new survival arena mode, um, which is a co-op wave-based thing. Um, and I think what I said in the review is that the multiplayer is fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but it's also, you know, it's very much just like... It's not what I've ever gone to Uncharted for. Um, one of the, I think they originally added multiplayer was in Uncharted Two, um, but it's never been what's pulled me into the series. So it's kind of something where um, I straight up said in the review, if if multiplayer is a big reason for you to buy this game, you should probably check in with a second source who's a little more interested and focused on that. Because I played a few games and was like, yep, this is. This is Uncharted 4 multiplayer. It seems okay. And then Good got back them, to what I actually cared about. To soldier on. I'm assuming there's a vibrant community that cares desperately about that. I'm so happy that they're continuing to be serviced. Uh, yeah. Uh, Phil, anything else you want to add about Uncharted The Lost Legacy before we uh, wrap up? No, I mean, it's a, it's a good game. I would recommend checking it out. And I hope... I hope that Sony does the right thing with Uncharted. I hope I hope that they, if they do keep it going, they give it to de- to a developer who can actually like deliver something good. Uh, folks, that is going to do it for us uh, this week. Thank you so much for listening, uh, and uh, thank you to uh, Polygon.com for being such a good video game site that you can go read lots of stuff about video games and watch lots of videos and read Phil's review and so 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 much more. So go check that totally out. But Until next time, my name is Justin McRoy for Phil Kohler. Thank you so much for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. 